Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Welcome pilgrims and seekers of truth and facts. Raise your hands in the air like you just don't care and wave them about like you are trying to attract the attention of your friend who you, who you have just realised has come out of the toilet and has got their dress tucked into their undies at the back and they haven't realised. <laughs> Welcome to episode 31 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast where too much talking about pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton and I'm joined by a man who spent five years after his graduation embedded with the last group of barking frogs in the Niger Desert only to see his research scuttled after a tragic accident it's dr lewis kirkham lewis how are you going mate good robbie good mate you've uh I've been reading my CV. I have been reading your CV, mate. Yes, yeah. After uh, we um, uh, we did a recent uh, uh, guest guest spot on another podcast, yeah, that, um, that vet life, yeah, that vet life, yeah, and uh, and you'd uh, bamboozled Paul Mariah on uh, on my CV. Um, what, what was your PhD on, mate? Again, oh, what was it on um, on on koalas and Ko- koala bear, uh, bear uh, koala bear bile farming on French Island in Victoria, wasn't it? That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, um, uh, Mariah, if you're listening to this, you know, um, how are you going? Thank you very much. It was great. We can't wait. I think that, that episode lands this week. No, of... ne- next week. Uh, no, this week. It is. You're right. This week. So this the week. Same, same time as you're listening to this podcast now. I think she's dropping her podcast with us on it as well. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll put a link to that because, um, she invited us on, uh, you know, under good faith to, uh, you know, have a bit of a chat and see what's going on with being vets uh, and doing podcasts and. Uh, we kind of, you know, went a little bit nuts, didn't we? It went off the rails just a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully it'll all come together and it'll sound good. So when Mariah was asking, she going, oh, now, Robbie, I really want to sort of delve into your uh, into your PhD that you did. And you're going, uh, what? And, and so Lewis had not worded me up at all about this at all. Well, yeah, Mariah had asked, oh, I could have a little CV of you guys, you know. So I was like, I graduated here and there. And I thought, oh, I might just put a little tasty PhD for Robbie in there. And I put a little note. Please make sure you mention this so that it gets some coverage and some some uh, some attention. <laughs> <laughs> and and so oh yeah, and so it was great. And so then Lewis had um sent me across a uh, a thing that you did it was for your ten year. 10-year yeah, graduation catcher. Vet, vet reunion, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so do you remember what happened when you had to give up your uh, your barking frog research? What the, well, uh, it, was, it was run over by a support truck from the Dakar rally, mate. That's I'm exactly sure. right, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't forget my CV. <laughs> well, especially not highlights like that yeah. anyway. Oh, you know? yeah, mate, yeah. And, and it's funny because when you read through you know, all the rest of the people from year level, oh, you were graduated mm. and then, uh, then you know, um, uh, uh, jo- jo- Joanne that I was going out with at the time, we're now married and we've got two kids <laughs> yes. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, it was pretty droll, but yeah. your one was it was dynamite. Yeah, you know? I thought yeah, I just wanted to go away from the norm, mate. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mate, what's what have you been happening this week? Uh, so it's um it, it, uh, jogging, it's getting, been jogging. You know, yep. getting close. I've got I've got the marathon. Um, well, if 
everyone's listening to this on Friday, I run the marathon in two days' time. So I've been um, doing the, la- the last of my training runs. So um, anyone that's been following us on Instagram, you may have seen me uh, put some pictures up when I was running around uh, Halls Gap up in the Grampians here in Victoria when camping with Christina and the kids. Right. I went for a, uh, a Sunday morning run and literally running along the path and there are kangaroos hopping along the path next to me and then turn around a corner and here's an emu up ahead of me that, you know, just wow. took, took off like, you know, uh, you know, hit the afterburners when I got too close to it. And just really, psh, well, just you're went, running went so crazy. fast, mate. It was scared. You were a predator. Oh, oh no. Apex a, predator, mate. I, just I, chasing. I think it heard the heavy uh, the heavy breathing coming up and thought it might have been a steam train going off the rails because on, at we, that stage it were was Were you a, in the tent still with the heavy breathing? <laughs> what, what's going on? <laughs> oh, no. This was... Uh, this, uh, would have been about eight, 18 k's into 24, I think. Ooh. So it was, uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the heavy breathing had definitely taken over. Right. But man, it was um, it's pretty nice out through there. Have you ever been up through Halls Gate? Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah, lovely, isn't it? Just yeah. awesome, yeah. yeah. Um, and just the you kind of lose perspective a little bit with the wildlife. Yeah, you know, how how close it can be in some of these country yeah, towns. Yep. And that's why then I put the pictures up and then someone from America um yeah. hit us up with a question to say, Oh, how yeah, you know, what are they actually what are the wild ones like? So yeah, w- yeah, what do the wild ones do? Are they scared of people? This is talking about the kangaroos. Yeah. Would they go after you? Only asking because one of my zoo clients here got himself punched in the face by a male kangaroo once. There you go. Oh, yeah, I don't think they punch, do they? They give a good kick. They with usually those back kick. Or oh, mind you, they, um, do you remember the um the the old uh, TV? I can't remember what the name of it is with um Daryl Cotton and Marty Monster. Yeah. When we were kids. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever see the vision of Marty Monster getting pummeled <laughs> by the red kangaroo? I'm definitely going to put a link on that in yes. the show notes because for anyone, so Marty Monster is this dude in a big monster suit, yeah, like a big koala it, sort of. So not a koala suit, but like a big red monster thing. Yeah. yeah, and so we got Mascot. too close. Got too close to this kangaroo, and the kangaroo absolutely <laughs> went to town on him. Double so, barreled him with oh, the back legs, didn't just he? Just dynamite, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and and so interestingly, so with that, when um, can, because we've just had the AFL grand final as well, you know, where Collingwood oh, lost. Are we talking grand final, mate? Oh, we, we can. We can. Footy? I'm. I'm. You know, uh, it was a great game. You know, you were up in Queensland, so you didn't really see. Yeah, it. I missed it. Yeah, Tigers out, were out, out of it, so you weren't really uh, all, all that uh, interested in it after well, Collingwood knocked you off the week before. You, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> don't, don't remember that one. No, it was, well, I was thinking, mate. I was trying to choose between West Coast and and Collingwood, and it yeah. was really like. Saying which which sort of hepatitis do I prefer? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah A, B, or C. Jim is I wonder. Yeah, right. um, so uh, so yeah, we were where we were watching the grand final was at the um, the Halls Gap Cricket Club, and so they got the big cricket ground there, yep. um, and so all the kids were running out kicking the footy at half time, which is you know Australian tradition. You're watching the footy go and kick at half time. And there's eight kangaroos out on the out on the footy oval, oh, and you've got and they've got these signs there saying don't go up and feed the kangaroos yep. because you know yeah there's little bubby ones there too, and you get in between a mummy one and a bubby one, um yeah you might be getting pummeled like uh you know zoo to vets colleague in America yeah, or Marty so Monster. You didn't have a pack of cheezels, mate. You're going to share with them or anything like that? Or no, dude, I'm, I'm, the, the kids <laughs> are lucky if I share the cheezels with them, let alone with the bloody kangaroos. So <laughs> fair enough. So just just for all our American listeners. There's a horse gap. That that's right in the middle of Melbourne CBD. There, yes, so that's right. Kangaroos yeah. everywhere, everywhere, in hopping down yeah. the street. In fact, I had one trying to come in the front door this morning. Yeah, going, hitting it down. Yeah, you just just hitting it over the head with olive. You know, going here you go, olive. Get the kangaroo out of them. Chase olive. the kangaroo yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, mate? What have oh, you been up to? Well, as you said, mate, I've been up in Queensland, and yeah. I'm very very uh, proud of my daughter, twelve year old daughter. She did her junior. 
Uh, Paddy Open Water Scuba Divers Course. Nice. So Good one. Massive, massive effort. Really, really proud of her. And um, it was actually a really sort of funny story. We were down doing the dives and we had three dives on two days on the on the Great Barrier Reef. Which okay. Is amazing. Never dived in the Barrier Reef before. Yeah. And so Deb doesn't dive and April doesn't dive. But yep. Me and Stella were down diving. And I was the, the real... The, the dad that was just watching her like a hawk the yes. whole time. You know, but at the same time, after a few dives, April, who's on the surface snorkeling, said, Dad, Dad, you just didn't see me. You didn't see me. You weren't looking up. So, like, oh, well, I was trying to watch, you know, what Stella's doing. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you've got one kid that's at the top of the water and one that's at the bottom of the water, there's a there's a, there's a priority level yeah, there, isn't exactly. there? Yeah, one's, yeah. one's 12 metres down, the other <laughs> one's floating on the surface. So... But anyway, so we're sort of there. We've just seen this turtle. We've been following this turtle around. And my April, who's on the surface, loves yeah. turtles. And so I've seen, finally looked up and I've seen her. I'm yep. sort of waving at her, you know, giving her the single. There's a, there's a turtle, the little turtle the symbol. The turtle symbol, yeah. And pointed that way. And, you know, I'm waving, you know. And they're like, oh, I could see Deb looking down as well. And then sort of stopped talking to them. And then I've sort of looked around. I've gone, oh, hang on. Looked around. Everyone's gone. No scuba divers around me at all. And I was oh, like, oh, no. oh. Here I am, you know, meant to be watching Stella really closely. And then I've seen a group and I've started swimming towards them. And I've got about halfway towards them going, oh, no, that's not my group. That's not Stella. And so I was like looking around. And so Deb's on the surface looking down at me yeah, going, yeah. Uh, Lewis, you're going the wrong way sort of thing, but couldn't tell me. <laughs> but then finally all came good and I worked out, went, oh, hang on. And so found the, found the correct group. But yeah. just gave everyone just a little moment there where we're all looking, you know, all trying to communicate underwater. And yeah. Uh, it was great though. She she did amazing. Really, really proud of her. Fantastic. And, um, so How long were you under the water for? Like when you were? Oh, you get about 45 minutes on a tank. Yeah, right. About oh, somewhere between twelve and I was down to eighteen meters. I think she's she's restricted to twelve meters. Yeah, okay. Um, but no, just just fantastic. Have you scuba dived or? Oh, I haven't. No, no, oh. I've um, I've snorkeled. But so yeah. so is there still like coral and that sort of stuff hitting that far? Down? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It, it gets the the deeper you go, the less bright it is. Yeah, yeah. It's getting less sun. Yeah, but you know, it's still beautiful. It's yeah, amazing. Right. Yeah, really, and, really and good. And the same sort of fish down down at that level as to up up at the yeah, the, pretty the shelf reefs. You just get to get closer. You get down right. You know, you can put your hands and sort of into the anemones and right. sort of play with the clownfish and you know you do do lots of different things at that level and i guess yeah it's just it's just it's an amazing experience i remember the first time i went down in uh, down under scuba diving when i was doing the course it just blew my mind just, yeah right. it's an unbelievable sort of atmosphere yeah, to be yeah. under there and um and you know breathing underwater it's just it's just really cool highly yeah. recommend it mate awesome anyway, yeah anyway, good bang on this for ages <laughs> <laughs> next next week we have got an interview coming up with a dermatologist a specialist haven't we yes with uh dr danny danny hulahan hulahan that's yes. right of uh of mash i believe is she from mash was hulahan hot mash? lips hot lips hulahan it might have been is that mash? i was I was, I was, sure. I was never a mash a no, mash I man either, myself but, but i heard a hot lips oh, okay yeah anyway, yeah so we, we got her coming up next week where we're interviewing so Look, what we would like, if anyone's got any questions about skin issues. Any burning derm questions. Yeah, if you've dogs, got an itch. Yes. A, a, scratch a, a, it. A, scratch, scratch it by sending us a question. Yes. And we'll ask Dr. Danny. Yeah, exactly. So hit us up on any socials if you have got any questions. And uh, and we'll, we'll fire them off to Danny. I think we're doing a half hour sort of chat with her. So, yeah, awesome. Um, get, get the lowdown. That'd be great. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, Good stuff. New medications out too. Very oh, yes. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, now, Lewis... Imagine you're a dog. Roof. Right. Um, now, Roof. Um, now, imagine you're a dog that, you know, you're a little bit anxious, right? You know, well, you're a little well, bit stressed I'm out. anxious as to where this is going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine you're a dog and you've, and 
when your owners leave, you get yourself a little bit a little bit worked up, you get yourself a bit stressed out, maybe you might, you know, rip something up or tear something up, you a know. A little wet of the pants, oh, maybe. maybe. a little wet of the yeah, pants, something yeah, like yeah, that. Imagine yeah. you're a dog that's got that. Can you think of any medication that you know you would hope that maybe your owner might go to the vet and maybe talk to the talk to the vet about wow that's a question mate that's uh that's that's a real almost a dorothy dixer there yeah would you, would you be maybe zilkeen would you oh, go mate well that's certainly on the list <laughs> isn't it yeah there I we go recommend it it's so, a mild phobia mild anxiety yeah well, just very mild yeah. very mild yeah yeah, yeah you know, and and so your owners you know the the owners of of, of or your owners because you're the the anxious dog they've just started to notice that things might be starting to go that little bit of a way so probably wouldn't be bad for the for your owners to go and have a talk to their vet about whether or not zilkeen might be able to help yeah, them out good stuff mate big, How's that? big yeah that's beautiful Do you like that one that's seamless yeah big uh big supporter of the show funny big about su- that so, yeah. so, yeah, we'd like to uh, thank uh, uh, the uh, Vet Quinol, the producers of Zilkeen, for their support in helping us to bring you this podcast. Yeah, exactly. And to help our poor, stressed little Lewis, the anxious dog. Now I'm going to make you a bit anxious, mate. Go for it, mate. The active ingredient in Zilkeen is... Is, uh, is uh, a casein... Um, uh, uh, Come yeah. on, Robbie. No, nah, that's it. I'm out after that. Alpha-cazozapine. Alpha-cazozapine. Yeah, that, that was my third guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. My other one was going to be see an enemy, just because, you know, when you said see an enemy before, I go, I love the word an enemy. See an enemy. An, 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 an enemy. Yeah, you like enemy. it. That's, that's one of the things you should do as our, uh, we should do as our vocal work up before we go, yeah, an enemy. I do. An enemy. Do you? I do, every yeah. time, yeah. Lion face. Yeah. Urgh, lemon yeah. face. Ooh, an enemy, an enemy. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty, mate. Now, we're back in it, aren't we? We're yes. finally back in it. We've done our best of episodes. We had a couple of best of episodes, yes. Yep. And yep. Uh, look, we got some good responses. Yes. I'm, I'm surprised Excellent. we filled two hours of best of. Well, well, I guess we've had, you know, uh, was it uh, 29 or 28 episodes yeah. otherwise? To draw from. 28 hours. You'd want to hope there's something that's worthwhile re-listening back to out yeah. of 28 hours. Well, I was thinking if we have to do a third week, it might be the wor- worst The worst time. Time. Or maybe the rest <laughs> of <laughs> There's plenty of that. I reckon we get 20 episodes of that worst of. The worst of, worst yeah. Of. <laughs> the bad mic craft. We get the times of where, um, if you've still got the uh, the audio from when we turned into mice. Oh, well, that was you the know. thing. Yeah, mate. There was about the first five episodes. I've got a few... Uh, uh, actually, th- shout out to Claudia who gave yes. me a few uh, tips for some best of segments. Yes. About half of those are in the first couple of episodes and we're like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my ears. So I couldn't oh, even include them. Not so. great. Um, and, and speaking of, thank you very much to all of our Patreon supporters. Yes. Yeah, We've had a couple more people come on yeah, board. We have. So, um, Big thank you. Thank yep. you very much. If you'd like to support us with the podcast, you can just jump on to uh, patreon.com and search for Two Vets Talk Pets or follow the link in the show notes. Um, if you want to swing us some cash, go for it. It just helps us to uh, keep putting the uh, keep putting the podcast on. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we really, really appreciate it. Exactly. Or maybe you just want a T-shirt or a sticker. A yeah, sticker. Yeah, we've got that. Stickers, yeah. yeah. T-shirts. I've, I've got once. I, once I get my uh, my my new stand-up pedal board that I got for my birthday, you're going to get the two vets talk bed sticker right on that bad boy. Nice. So I'm going to stick We're that all over the uh, socials once I uh, slap that uh, baby on. Maybe we can get a, a special decal printed for it, mate. A oh, nice one. 
How good would that be? Yeah. yeah. And shrink wrap your car at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure whether or not Nick King from Sunny King uh, Stand Up Pedal Boards or the Sup Warehouse <laughs> is going to be as happy if I put uh, cover over his one with the Two Vets oh, Talk Vets podcast. You, think, oh, you never right. know. Um, right, so mate. so what, what's been uh, tickling your fancy this now, week, mate? I know, well, we weren't going to talk about the footy. Well, we right. have talked about it a little bit. Yes. And, and the, the, the capitulation in the last minute of the grand final. <laughs> But I've got an article here from yes. from the sbs.com.au. Yeah. Magpie cull on the cards oh. after two children injured in West Coast of Perth. Oh, no. This is a, this, is this a, a, this link, is a send up one. Has no. Genuine. 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 Well, I think it is. They've got genuine news. They've got some pictures of some children that look like they've been injured quite badly. Really? A WA council has called for a magpie that swooped on and injured two children to be culled. Whoa. The City of Stirling Council said it would apply to the Department of... Now, how's this for a name? The Department of Biodiversity, Biodiversity Conservation, Attractions and Alpha-Cazozapine. No, oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for the offending bird to be eradicated following the incidents, Perth now reported. Right. The children were left with eye injuries after attacks at Clarko Reserve. Gee whiz. What if that's named after uh, Alistair, uh, Alistair Clarkson? Clarkson? Yeah. A beachside park in the Perth suburb of Trigg, the report said. Gee whiz. Cameron Craigie, a wildlife officer from the Department of Biodiversity, Conservation and Attractions. Yeah. Told SBS News on Thursday, it not received any dangerous fauna applications for the 2018 spring season. Right, but had been in over the page correspondence with the council about the incidents. Asked how the specific bird would be identified. Yeah, he said the department has to be confident that before a license to cull is issued, the animals are clearly distinguishable from other animals of the same species that are in the area. Yes, like all the other black and white magpies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. How do you distinguish a magpie, mate? That's yeah. A, that's a tough gear. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of them sweeping around, aren't there? Well, at the moment, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's spring. Oh, we, um, uh, when I was doing one of my runs out at um, uh, one of the, uh, I had the kids on the bikes, and so I was mm-hmm. going for a run. And we're running around this, running past this one spot, and we just had these. Um, oh. I had, had a magpie just swoop down, and Reuben absolutely cacked his dad. Really? Oh yeah, he's going. No, oh, Daddy, I don't want to be in anymore. And I was like, Oh mate, it's okay. You've got a helmet on. And I was like, What's going to happen? You know, the magpie's going to come. He's going to bang you on the helmet. At least you could wear in a helmet. Yeah. You know. Well, but well, has he got the cable ties on the helmet, mate? Well, that seems no, to be the trick. That you know? seems to be the thing. Just isn't cover it? The, the helmet ties. totally with cable ties. Yeah, yeah. Have him walking around like a porcupine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never seen a magpie swoop in echidna. Maybe that's where it comes from. Haven't you? No. No, no I've never seen an, an echidna and a magpie at the same time, though. Do you think maybe they're the same thing? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A department representative will carry out the license if they assert the animal declared as dangerous fauna is obtainable. Wow. Magpies are often seen swooping on humans in Australia during the months of September and October in response to a perceived threat to their chicks. Yes. Now, Rob McGrath, McGrath, yep. McGrath, McGrath, yep. McGrath, a bird behaviours expert from the ANU's Research School of Biology, told SBS News magpie told SBS News magpies often attack cyclists. Yes, right. Wow, you could have done this, mate. Yep. Perhaps because moving fast suggests a threat. Right. Males are more likely to sweep, he said, and on some on someone. They have a bad experience with, but even then, the majority don't attack. Yes, yep. Being nice to your local magpies could help. 
Right. Did you try feeding them? When you're out on the bike, mate. Well, well, we didn't. No, I didn't have a pocket full of meat at that stage. I had a pocket full of red frogs. I was trying to give the kids to keep them riding their bikes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually offer one of the red frogs the, to the magpies, though. Maybe that was the the problem. Or well, what about the ice cream you fed in the cockatoo? You didn't yeah, I know. Yeah. One of those out. <laughs> <laughs> they can identify individuals and won't swoop if they recognise you as harmless or helpful. Yeah, right. But ending story ends on a happy note. Good. In 2017, a poll by the Guardian named the species. Named the Magpie Australian Bird of the Year. Oh, well, there you go. What a great way to end the article. Fantastic. Just, yeah, just let's just put something good at the end. Something of it. positive on there because otherwise we're talking about poor kids losing their eyes oh, to magpies. Yeah, Gee, yes, is it yeah. a bit, bit dicey, but, isn't it? But to our overseas listeners, you know, we're, we're building the list: animals that attack. Yes, there you sharks, go. snakes, spiders. Yep. Crocodiles. Richmond supporters. <laughs> Magpies. <laughs> Rabid wombats. Yeah, yes. Mobile stone stealing dingoes. Dingoes, yes. Yeah. And eye pecking magpies. <laughs> I reckon we need to get Tourism Australia to sponsor us, mate. Well, well the Western Australia, you know, they're, they're the Department of Attractions as well. Yes. You know, I just find, think it's interesting that you need to apply to the, um, to the Department of Conservation and Biodiversity to go and try and wipe out a, a species. You'd think there should be a, a different department for that. Yeah. You know, because it's... It's sort of a sounds like a conflict of interest in that department. Department of rabid species, or yes, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, a department of culling. Well, maybe we could suggest uh, we could develop an attraction where we have all those animals, and you've got to get through without getting injured. Oh, so, so you like know, a you swim through the yeah, swim through the crocodiles. Wow, swim through the sharks, a cage full of spiders. I see where you're going, you know? and, and and you know, last one could be the magpies trying to take your eyes out. See, now that would be a better tough mudder than this thing of just jumping <laughs> around in the mud that everyone then goes and wears a t-shirt. I survived the Australian deadly animal gauntlet. Yeah. You know, jump into a pit of snakes. That'd be a know? good t-shirt, wouldn't Cro- it? Oh, that'd be gee, yeah. yeah, you'd wear that one with pride yeah. to your school pickup. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Exactly. So there you go. So look, uh, you know, now un- unfortunately we've had one sponsor drop off. Right. Perhaps Tourism Australia wants to come on board, mate. Well, there we go. With we've, that, got room. Open. We've, we've got room. We've got, got room. We've got a space there now, Tourism Australia. Yeah. But if you're after it, there we go. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There's an opportunity. Now, now, Lewis, I've got a, I've got a little bag here. Now, um, I've just have to preface this by saying that um, now I've, I've got to take this back. So I don't think you're going to keep it. Right. So, um, I but, can't but, keep it. But Chris says you're so sweet and it's pink. It, it does. Yeah. That's because the only one that I could find that was actually going to fit the thing that I've, that I've got in here. Right now, 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 Christina, um, this is a, a special message to my wife. If you're listening to this in the car with the kids, just fast forward by a couple of minutes because otherwise we might get into some trouble with um, one of the kids. So, what, What's that about the Easter Bunny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up some interference here. All right. So, um, now, uh, so Camille uh, was at school uh, a couple of weeks ago, just as I break up, and said, Daddy, I've made something at school. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Can I show it to you? Darling, absolutely. I, I want to see what this is. Yeah. All right. I'm now, intrigued. Now, now, I'm just going to hand you this, and I'm just going to get my phone out so I can uh, take a photo Needs of a this too. a recording of it, yeah. Um, Rightio. Okay, right. So. I haven't done um, my hair, mate. No, no, that's that's fine. <laughs> the, the, um, the, 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 the thing's covering over. So, I'm going to slide that to you. So, now, now this is the thing that Camille has, has, um, has made at school. So just take it out of there and just hold it up. What do you think about that when you handed oh. that as a bet? <laughs> oh, mate, that's USG 1040. I yeah, reckon that's, I a, know. that's a jar of urine, is that, it? <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like, doesn't Glittery it? Glittery urine. So what it is, it's a mindfulness jar, Ooh. right? What? 
mindfulness to not wet the bed at night? Well, or well, no, what? So, so what it is when you're feeling stressed, you shake it up, right. and then once all I'm the glitter that. hits the Can bottom, you hear that, if, hey, listeners, there you go. So, so Lewis is sh- shaking the bottle of of yellow coloured liquid, very flocculent, P- pungent, pungent. Yeah, yeah. There'd be a high <laughs> pH in that. Um, yeah, lots of crystals in there. So, right. um, so, so shaking it up. What, what do I do now? Uh, oh, just so, feel so, relaxed. So, so you just wait until you know, you watch all the bits ah. of glitter hit the bottom. And so once it hits the bottom, then that's when you go. Okay, right now I'm feeling relaxed and I'm not and not as stressed out anymore. Right. So that so that's the mindfulness jar that Camille has has delivered to me and said, "Here you go, Daddy. This is my mindfulness jar." And I've looked at it, going, "That's just a pot of weed that someone's bought in for me." So I'm I'm going to try and sneak it into work, and I'm going to try and um get you know, give it to one of the nurses and say, "Oh, look, can you just do some yeah, do, 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 do some tests? Yeah, do, do USG USG and dipstick on this have for you, me if you could. Have you checked it for glucose? I'll just yeah. sit now. <laughs> Oh mate, so, that's so, fantastic! So there we go. So well, I will, every time I get a wee now, I'm going to give a good shake. Give it a good watch shake. It. Watch and, the and sediment. Just, just wait for the sediment just to watch fall it to down. Drop. That yeah, good on you. So, so, so I said, uh, isn't she sweet? So I said, Camille. So when you were making that, was that like you know the you know the only colour you got? Oh no, no, no! I I knew that your favourite colour was yellow, Daddy. So I thought I'd do it as yellow. <laughs> your favourite colour is urine yellow. Oh, oh my love it. goodness. <laughs> So oh, isn't anyway. she sweet? That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice, mate. Oh, fantastic. Now, I let's uh, move on to something much yeah. more serious. Yes. Vet, vet related. Uh, I've got a little bit of an update on the mega esophagus stuff. Right. So yeah, what's happening with that? We haven't touched base on this for no. a while. Um, essentially, it came out of uh, dogs that had consumed uh, the advanced Dermocare range of food. Yep. Um, developed a condition, mega esophagus, where they're having trouble swallowing and, and yep. keeping food down. Um, so, it's an update from the Australian Veterinary Association. Uh, over recent months, animal owners and veterinarians have been following the outbreak of megrosophagus that has occurred in, in association with the consumption with advanced Dermocare food. Uh, following the cases, the call for cases, so they called for more cases through veterinary channels and awareness raising in the media. There are 75 cases right. of megrosophagus in dogs under investigation. So right. 75 dogs have been affected, which is, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a large amount. Yeah. The investigation into the issue has involved several parallel studies. Through collection of extensive case histories, investigators have sought to understand as much as possible about the affected dogs. This has involved talking with both pet owners and their veterinarians. This has assisted in isolating the issue to the product produced after July 2017. Right. And it's become clear that not all dogs that consume the advanced Dermacare after July of 2017 develop megaesophagus. Because Interest- otherwise it'd be thousands. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. that's what I said. Interestingly, there are 17 breeder groups who fed the product, but all did not show signs of megaesophagus. Right. So I think this is the first time that I've seen where, you know, advanced Mars pet care have admitted that it is their food. Yeah. That yeah. has a causative link, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the work's being done at the U- Uni of Melbourne, um, investigating the clinical cases. Um, preliminary results support the association with the diet in addition to other potential cofactors that may explain why some dogs are affected but not others. And then it goes on to say how Mars Pet Care have you know, implemented a lot of testing, yeah. looked at their packaging, look at their factory, done done some amazing thing. There's one other documented outbreak of megrosophagus linked to pet food and this occurred in Latvia right. in 2014. Now, 
We go, we stream, mate, to forty-five countries worldwide now. No, forty-five way. countries we've got listeners in. Really? Do you think we've got one in Latvia? Not sure. No, no, none in Latvia. None in Latvia. We're not huge in the old Eastern Bloc exactly. countries. So, so look, really, no point talking about the outbreak in <laughs> Latvia. <laughs> but in in Latvia, the pre- precise causative agent, the cause of it, wasn't ever identified right. as well. So there's a big chance that they're not going to find out, you know, exactly where it's at. Um. Uh, now, the, obviously, there's a Senate inquiry that's been started. Yes. Um, and that's looking at the regulatory approaches to ensure the safety of pet food. Yeah. And that's expected to report on the 16th of October, which is about in a week's time after this podcast drops. So, yep. certainly, we'll keep you updated on, on what the Senate inquiry finds out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess that that's the first sort of time that I've known, where I think, where Mars have said, yeah, look, it seems to be there's a link. Yeah. You know, there's just, or almost they're saying there is a link. Yes. Um, but... Uh, um, but there are other causative factors as well that's going on and we might never find out well, exactly what that is. And that's what one, one thing that we were saying, I think, the last time where we spoke about, that there has to be something that is making those dogs that have had the issue sensitive to it that other dogs don't. It's like grapes, you know, like uh, often people say to me, oh, you know, why can't I feed my dogs grapes? Yes. It's because for some dogs it's going to cause acute yes. kidney failure. So there's something in the grape that in some dogs the, it, there's a you know a, a gene that's a problem or there's a you know something yeah, there. pathway chemical pathway whatever Ex- it is who e- knows exactly yeah, yeah yeah that does it and it, i guess the you know with with grapes we'll probably never know that unless somebody sinks a hell of a lot of money into trying oh, we'll to do it. it someone will work it out oh it's a th- phd there mate well, after you've done your your, your bear bowl for <laughs> koala, koala bowl yeah. on french island yeah you, yeah. yeah you can do a great one of grapes fantastic <laughs> um but it, i guess the the thing with um with mars and the fact that they're sinking the money into it They've got the money to do it, you know, yes. and it's in their financials, and especially for the fact that there's a Senate inquiry, that inquiry, they need to be putting their hand in their pocket and trying to yeah. t- trying to come to some sort of a- answer as to why this has happened. Yeah, and I think some of the issues they've got is they, as far as a regulatory standard goes, Mars Pet Care are, are much higher. Yes, they conform to much well above what's required currently yes. by law to a lot of the other foods. So it's almost oh, it's hard to say, but almost bad luck that their foods have. Have, have caused this sort of issue For when sure. there are so many other types of dog foods, you know, below that level yes, or even yep. just at the level yeah. that potentially they could have caused it from the ingredients they source themselves. A- so, absolutely. Yeah. 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 For those ones, because the, the pet food standards is, um, uh, it's uh, it's advisory, and you just and you have to decide if you're going to conform to yeah, it or voluntary. not. Yeah, voluntary, voluntary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, good. Alrighty, mate. What do you got for us? All right. Well, one thing I was going to talk about. I was, I've had a couple of cases um, lately about uh, you know, older animals that wake up in the middle of the night oh, and get yeah. themselves all stressed out. Yeah, you know? right. Um, yep. And you know, and and the uh, you know, so part of the cognitive dysfunction thing of the you know, dogs they wake up especially if they're they're starting to go blind they don't know where they are they and people go oh yeah we wake up and my dog's barking or the cat's mm, meowing and yes. we've got to go and settle them down yes. and then they get back down yes. again um and i remember reading something once about um uh, having a little night light for them yeah um, the old song mate Leave a light on for me. Is that one? Belinda Carlisle? I'll be, Belinda Carlisle. I'll yeah. be there before you Oh, I brought him in. Here yeah. he goes. To bring you all the love that you need, need. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. Don't, leave a light on for me. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Kicking it 1987 style there. Um, right, yeah. maybe I uh, that sounds like that sort of I vintage anyway. Like 80s. Bananarama style. That's my era, mate. Well. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right Time in your wheelhouse. started and ended. Yeah. 80s. <laughs> 
you still listen to the same tape deck, you know, walking around the streets with your boombox. How did you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep Turn it down on the train. I see these stack of um, C batteries there, and I keep wondering what you use them for. So <laughs> I, I think you've got to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope it's a boombox. Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure it's just for the boombox you use for walking down the street, listening to Belinda, uh, Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> the C size battery, mate. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Very high voltage, those ones. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Use a lot of power. Very good charge yeah, on that so, one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when used in, in, in series, all, all the one in a big row. For the, like for a the torch. stereo. Big torch. Big torch, that's all big, about, big mag light yeah. torches. Yeah, yeah that's one what of those about. ones. Yeah, not yeah. so big. Just to leave a light. <laughs> anyway, lights for the bring elderly, it back, mate. Bring, bring it, it back. back and bring it on back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So one of the things I recommend for people is to um, get a little night light and try and yeah. see whether or not yeah. that, or just can, leave a night on, light or, on, or, or leave a light yeah. on. You know, um, Belinda Carlisle style. Yeah. Um, just to try and so if they wake up, there's a little bit more ambient light there for them to try and work out where they are. And for some animals, it works. Oh, so yeah. no, definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, for those sorts of things, I mean, other things you can do is is sometimes even feeding them. Well, zilkeen. Zilkeen. Would be perfect for that. You know, yep. putting them on zilkeen, that can help us. Like, uh, Because in the past, I used to recommend actually feeding a handful of cheese before bedtime. Sometimes oh, right. Yep. It's got a little bit of uh, tryptophan in it, yep. which can help with serotonin levels. So yep. you know, it might be a bit of a, 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 a hocus pocus bit of magic. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. some animals, that seems to, ha- to, to help them. But, yeah. you know, uh, but, but also, you know, it's important to get them checked by a vet, particularly oh, for a cat. Sure. Yeah, because often they're waking at night. That yelling stuff can be blood pressure related. Hypertension, so, yeah, yeah, hypertensive exactly. neuropathy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. leaving a light can really help. Definitely, yeah, yeah, good idea, mate. So, so go and get them checked out. Make sure there's nothing else going on. But, um, but having a nightlight's a pretty cheap and easy way of trying to see if that can help out. Yeah, so. nightlight and zilkey and zilkey. Yeah, zilkey. That, that stuff, might be our mate. next, our next, our next week's one. Oh, I'll leave it for a couple sponsored of weeks. Sponsored by nightlights. Yes, yeah, sponsored or by nightlights. Sea yeah. size batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, I reckon we'll get on the same or again. Yeah, no problems. All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if you've missed anything or if you need any clarification. Coming off the long run, Lewis, what do you got? All right, mate. Now, look, I've been away for a couple of weeks, so I got a little bit lazy, mate. Didn't really have a topic for today. Okay, right. So I thought we'd just bang on about maybe a few behaviour myths. Yeah, okay. Common behaviour myths. Myth busting. Yeah. Myth busting. Myth busting. There we go. That's what we can have. We can have this like as a rolling segment. Myth busting. Myth busting. Yeah. Oh, isn't that trademarked? No, that's I think that's Mythbusters. Oh, Busters. So as long as we drop the S, yeah, oh, busting. Yeah, yeah. Drop, drop the E-R-S, S, get the ing in, and the ing, and we're good. You reckon? And, and as long as they're not the Mythbusters, yeah, you know, or, yeah. Myth, well, Buster could be the dog's name. Yes, Mythbuster, the dog. Myth, myth, myth is who owns the dog. <laughs> so Myth, myth Buster. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Going well. So the first one I thought we'd touch on. Oh mate, we've been we've been off too long, haven't we? It was a nice holiday. Uh, first one I thought was sleeping on the bed. Yes, particularly with dogs. People often, you know, when I'm talking to them, they catch me at a party or something. They say, yes. "Oh, you know, I'm a behaviourist." Oh yeah, my dog's got this problem. This problem, blah blah blah. Oh, and he sleeps on the bed, you know. And they give the big, "Oh, that's that's not good," you know. And I yeah. Don't know, I don't know where this idea comes from. It's probably all. all uh, in the dominance theory sort of stuff, which one topic one day I will talk about dominance. I, I promise listeners I will. Yep. But not today. And Because <laughs> uh, we're already halfway through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We need to go right off Robbie's intro with dominance, <laughs> I reckon. So, sleeping on the bed, look, 
you know, owners say to me, a lot of people say, shouldn't be sleeping on the bed. And, and my opinion, and certainly I say, let the dog sleep on the bed. The only times I have issues with dogs sleeping on the bed is if you move during the night or you get on the bed and the dog is protective of the bed. Yeah, okay. It's growling, it's trying to bite you when you move. Right. In those situations, I, I say, look, I don't think on the bed's a good idea because it's creating conflict. Yeah. Where you're, you know, trying to get the dog off the bed, but it's growling at you. Yes. Or, you know, it's attacking you during the night. Becomes so, a resource that they're trying to protect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah if, whatever reason, who knows yeah. what's going on, but that, that's probably the case. Um, but, but so sleeping on the bed is fine. Yep. As long as there's not that, that issue. Allowing on the couch. Yes. Similar sort of scenario. Yes. If you don't mind fur on the couch, if, if you don't, you know, uh, you haven't got the white couch and you don't mind the little starfish that, that might get on the couch. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> when they, when they sit down on the couch, the little chalky starfish, <laughs> uh, allowing the couch is fine too. No, I don't. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, how'd you know, Robbie? Like you're, you're, six I, months. How'd you know? I, I saw an ad the other day. Do you know the um this, the old um band Chocolate Starfish from Melbourne? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're touring again. They've they've, they've, really? they've got themselves they're on back. a bill that yeah yeah. I think it's got like um yeah. When they're, you walked into is that the starfish? Yes, yeah, they yeah yeah walked into the party like you were walking into a yacht. Yeah, yes. they they did the old um uh what's oh geez what's the song um. Uh, you think this song's about you? Yes, that's yes. right. Yeah, that's don't the one. Don't you? Don't you? And then I think that was it for them. <laughs> it was one. I reckon. I, I reckon I've still got that tape, mate. I have to put it in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. in the boombox. Yeah, in the boombox. Just, the, just use some of the C batteries there to <laughs> charge it up. They're already. Uh, they've been run down, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So lounge catch is fine. Now, feeding first. A lot of people say, "Oh, you should eat first before your dog." It's really important. Yeah. You know? Even some people talk about actually, you know, I've heard some trainers mention spitting in the dog's food. Before the, yeah, I know. Really weird. I wow. That's, oh, that's all this dominance weird stuff. Yeah. That we haven't got time for today. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, feeding, there's no reason why the dog should feed in any order in particular. Yeah, right. You know, yes, okay, if your dog's aggressive around the food bowl, when you give the food bowl, I'd say, all right, we'll feed them in another room. Yeah, Shut yeah. the door, let them eat. Open the door, let them out, take the food bowl away. No it's all done. No aggression around the food bowl. Yeah. So I suppose that links into another one of um, of being able to take the food away from the dog. Yes, I want to be able to take your food away. I think we spoke about this about Magnums once, didn't right. we? Well, yeah. Do you like having an ice cream taken away, mate? Oh, mate. Yeah, you know what I'm like with ice creams. Yes. You know, you know, much like that cocky that had that 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 you know, vice-like grip around that ice cream cone. Yes. Mate, you know, yeah, you'll you'll take my ice cream out of my cold dead hands. You're like me, mate. I don't like to share an ice cream. No. And I don't like an ice cream taken off me. And a dog's the same. If yeah. they're really enjoying that, why do you have to take their food off them? There's no reason. Yeah. They're just eating their food. Doesn't mean you're any uh, you know, that they're gonna be better behaved or yes. they're not gonna pull on the lead because I can take their bone away. Yeah, all yeah. it's going to mean is if they growl and they attack you or bite you, that someone's going to get injured and there's a break in the in the in the bond that you've yes. got there. Yeah, so yeah. So look, leave them alone. Let them eat their food. Just let, let them, them eat. eat. Peace. Exactly. Let them eat. Exactly. Like we like to eat. You know, yeah. Just, just let them go. How, how would you like it if the dog came up and took your plate of food away and said, yeah. "No, no, no, that'll do you for now." Yeah. Because I want to be able to take your food away from you. Yeah. Without I'll give it you getting upset. You. But yeah, when yeah. I feel like you need a back. Yeah, that's right. I'm just going to put it. I'm just going to put it here under the couch so you can't reach it. Exactly, yeah, spot on, mate. So, uh, walking through doorways or, you know, a lot of owners say, oh, the dog needs to walk behind me through doorways. Yep. I need to walk through first. Load of rubbish. Myth buster. Myth busted. busted. Busting. Buster. Busting. Buster's been busted. Yeah. 
Yeah. But well, it's a good manners though, Lewis. I mean, are we are we are we losing out on on teaching our pets manners? Oh, you think you common know? etiquette. Yeah, etiquette. yes. Is it common etiquette that we should be trying to, you know, d- drill into the into our animals? You know, have, have we lost the good upstanding Australian values that we used to have in our pets, Lewis? Wow, you're on the the, the soapbox. Well, well when we graduate from Eccleston Hall, yes. We expect our ladies to have excellent elocution, don't we? Absolutely. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And and the dogs will wait until yes. we walk through the room. That's right. And, they, yeah. and if the dog can reach the handle, they should open the damn door for you as well. <laughs> because otherwise it's a world gone mad. <laughs> right. Good stuff. <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> nah, nah. It's a nanny state. You know, we don't have to worry about <laughs> manners with our dogs. So, uh, and then that's the same with walking in front. Like the dogs are walking on the lead. Yeah. And they're pulling. Well, yeah, pulling's annoying. Okay, uh, understandable. Yes. But a lot of owners, you know, they get from trainers, oh, the dog needs to walk behind me yeah. at all times. Well, why? The dog wants to walk, wants to check out what's going on. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not going, oh, I'm going to walk in front of you because I'm the big mighty poo bar and you can walk behind me. Yeah, you can just look at my bum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I just want to get where we're going or I want to check out this tree. Yes. That's really all they're doing. So, yeah. myth busted. Busted. Uh, good one for cats. Yes. Cats lying down on their side. Right. What are they? What are they looking for, you reckon, mate? Lying oh, on their side, stretching out. They must be wanting us to go and have their tummies rubbed, ah, are they? Boo, they well want a done. tummy rub, don't they? Yeah, because yeah, cats love having their don't tummies they rubbed. Love that? They love it. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I don't understand why they don't. No, I know. It's like my dad. So my dad, Ollie. Oh, right. Yeah, Ollie, yeah, yeah. Here we have my dad. <laughs> Ollie, when he's lying down on his yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. In the sun. <laughs> and you go, hey, Dad, how you going? <laughs> rub on his tummy. Those podcast episodes still too long. Well, my dad, so Olive loves to have a lie down. Yes. Yep. My whole family knows that you don't touch Olive's tummy when yes. she's lying down because she'll attack you. Yep. Well, what does my dad do? Right. Ah, rubs her up on the belly and then says, well, Olive, she's always biting me. Bites <laughs> me all the time. So, Dad, leave her tummy alone. And that's common with lots of cats. They're yes. They're not dogs. Yeah. They don't lie down to have their tummy rubbed. Yes. And, and, uh, and often they lie down and, and it's a sign of them being uh, comfortable in your presence. Content. Content. Happy. Yes. Exactly. And, but more comfortable with you being there. And if you start scratching on the tummy, they'll start being uncomfortable with you being there. Yeah. So scratch them on the top of the head. Yes. Know? Yep. You know, you choose that. That's often the best spot for a cat. Around there. Give it, just give them a nice little, little, nice little gentle yeah. smoosh around there. Yeah. Rub on, gentle, the, gentle. on the face. That's good yeah. for the podcast, mate. It's yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're rubbing right. Rubbing yeah, your yeah. face. Yeah. I was just sitting there just, just getting into it there, listeners. Just, <laughs> oh. you know, just like this, Lewis. That's what yeah. you want. Oh, you go, perfect. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Crap. It's, it's not just me talking to you about this. We're actually talking to people <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> That's on right. The intranets. Intranets, yes. Yeah. So it'll uh, never last the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a fad. All you ever need is ten megabyte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dial up. Yeah. And uh, cats loving cuddles, not all cats like a cuddle, not uh, all dogs like a cuddle. Yes, that's right. You know, a number of people say, oh, I just want to cuddle my cat. Yeah. Well, not all people like a cuddle. That's right. You know, imagine going up to some rando at the pub and going, oh, he's a cuddle, he's a Gucci, Gucci. Like, well. But could off. go either way. Yep, you, you never know. You yeah, never know. There's really? some some people like well a cuddle. For uni, yeah. No, uh, well, well, some people like a cuddle at the bar. You I've got a very friendly face. You know, you yeah. It just depends. You, you got to try and read the room. Read the room. Right. You know, if if someone's sitting there and they're white knuckling and you know they're they're sort of person, don't go and cuddle that person because they're probably a bit stressed out. But like, if they're holding a sign, free hugs. Free hugs. Probably, probably comfortable for a cuddle. Get stuck in. Yeah. Get stuck yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. yeah. Good, good stuff. <laughs> A friendly face. A friendly face. Yeah, friendly yeah. Face. And like a cheers where everyone knows your name and everyone <laughs> wants to give you a cuddle. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, and then the final one I want to talk about is just quickly is growling. Right. So, you know, a lot of people say that dogs shouldn't growl. Yes. And I'm totally the opposite. And I yep. actually think growling is a good thing yeah, for right. a dog. Yep. It's communicating to us that I am not happy in that situation. Yeah, right. There is something that's happening. Yep. I, you're doing something to me. You know, yep. We get it in the vet clinic a lot. Yes. You know, you start examining the dog's foot and you get a growl. And as a vet, you don't go, oh, it's growling. Oh, we better hold it tighter and wrestle it down. Yes. We go, yep. it's growling. It's not happy. All right, how can we change the situation? Yep. Let's give you some treats up the front end yep. while I look at your foot again. Yeah. Or let's maybe move it around a different way. Perhaps that's hurting you. Yes. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Thank you for letting us know rather than biting me straight away. Exactly. Thank, Thank you, you for, for the, the warning. warning. Yes. And that's where we've got to look at growling. A lot of owners, um, what can sometimes happen is if you sort of perhaps punish the dog or tell mm. the dog off for growling, yep. what can happen is you can, what's thought can happen is you suppress the dog from growling. Right. And so the next time they're uncomfortable, they don't growl, they just bite straight away. Yes. Yep. Or they yep. push through, they're thinking I should growl, but oh, I get in trouble or I get told off. I won't growl, but now it's really hurting, so I'm going to bite you. Yeah, right. So, you yep. know, that's can possibly a way that some dogs bite without any warning. Yeah. Sort of said, because they didn't growl previously, they've been perhaps punished or told yep. off for, for growling. So, so owners really need to look at it as um, as as a, a signal. Uh, yes. You know, anything else, just a way of the dog saying, instead of growling, it's saying, oh, I'm not comfortable in this situation. Yeah. We need to use our brains to step back and go, all right, how can we make the dog comfortable yep. in that situation? Because the dog can't say, ouch. Spot on. The dog can't say, don't. Yeah. The or, dog can't say, please, please don't, lift don't my do leg. that. Please yes. don't lift my leg. They yeah. just can growl. And, and, and the dog can't say, hang on, when you touch my foot, that hurts my knee that has arthritis yes. in it. Or or when this kid comes up and touches my ear, I've actually got an infection in my ear and that hurts. Or I've got a sore mouth and that hurts. The dog growls because it goes, well, hang on, that's getting around my sore spot. Yeah. This is all I can do. Yeah. You know, it's about reading the signals, exactly. isn't it? And they can't walk off and open the door and shut the door and walk into another yeah, room. We've got them on a lead. We've got a yeah. hold of them. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah. And, and they've got to wait for us to go through the door That's as well right. First, because, so. because we taught them manners, That's Lewis. right. Exactly. Yes. And I should be able to take that foot off that dog when i want to yeah good old-fashioned <laughs> aussie values of manners of being able to take a foot off a dog exactly take their foot off and give it back to them when they want to when, when it's our foot that's you know, right and it's your, only your foot when i give you permission to i fed that foot i fed it you know i've, I've <laughs> housed it, it housed it housed looked it, after it i've trimmed it? it yes yeah it's pedicured, my foot. you're only borrowing it <laughs> Don't don't go don't don't lose lose face of that you know don't lose perspective on that doggo. Yep. I tell you what, mate. In the two weeks we've been away, we haven't lost it. <laughs> <laughs> we never had it. We, no- <laughs> we never had it. We need to try and see if we can get it off Amazon and get a drone to drop it off for us, let alone oh. never having it. Oh, yeah. mate, fantastic. All right, that's my miss. Yep. You got any more miss? Hit me up. Hit yes. us up for, for next lot of myth busting. Yes, myth busting. Pre- like you said, a regular segment. Yes. That's Let's, great. So so if you've got some myths that need to be busted, yeah. you know. Or perhaps you don't know if it's a myth. Yes. You're just wondering, is it a bust? Do I need to bust it? Yes. Is it true? We can bust it. Yeah, we can bust everything. We can bust it. We can bust a move if you have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can bust a great move, mate. I've seen you on the dance floor. You Absolutely. Oh, I, I, for, for sure, for yeah. sure. But shimmy, shimmy. Generally, I need it on a cardboard box. Right. You know, podium, you know, like podium style. No, 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 no. No, with no, a pole? No, no, well, no, no, no. Right. Hang on. What's yeah, yeah. going on here? Gee whiz. No, no, I'm talking about an opened up cardboard box, you know, like your rat mat. 
Oh, oh, like that, like a uh, like a, a flat out. One. So, so if I'm going to do my head spin on my oh, hair when I'm when I'm rap dancing, you need some support, some some cushioning. You're Absolutely, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Otherwise, enough. the hair the, gives it friction on the, gro- beanie, on the concrete. The beanie, mate. Beanie, do it. Yeah, the, the beanies don't sit on properly when I'm hitting the right RPMs, yeah, mate. You right, know, so and, and then that cramps my style. Right, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, good, mate. <laughs> Alrighty, um, you got something for us? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I was just going to do a little one about why it is when generally we give injections to dogs and cats, why it doesn't hurt compared to when we get when humans get injections. Yeah, right. So, because often people go, oh, they didn't feel that at yeah. all. You know, geez, when I go and get a vaccination, it hurts like hell. Absolutely. And there's a good reason for that. It's because of where the injections go in. Well, I so thought the reason was because they were given by a super vet, Robbie. Oh, no. And the other ones are given by GPs. And, just, and the, yeah, the, the chalk and cheese well, there, the, mate. the frustrating thing is that sometimes, like, you'll give a dog an injection and previously it's been fine, fine, yes. fine. If it's the first time you've ever seen someone, you yes. get, you get yes. the exact same medication yep. with a fresh, nice new needle on there and you put it in and, oh. they, and they go, oh, they've never done that before. Yeah. It's like... I know, I know. Look, it happens sometimes. <laughs> you know, so I thought I'd run through why it happens. Well, so, but then to follow on for that, they yeah. ring up and they go, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Timmy needs his, his injection again this month. Yes. Uh, could I not have that vet I had last time? Oh, really? Hey, why did it hurt? Oh, oh, well, look, I'm sure Dr. Lewis is usually fine. <laughs> he takes a lot of care, but and it might have just been, no, 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 I want the other vet. I want oh, the other vet. He made it hurt. Much more gentle. Yeah, yeah. he must have must have used the wrong needle yeah, or something like that. Doesn't know what he's doing. No, no, Does he, is he actually a vet? <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering. So, um, so the majority of the times when we're giving animals injections, we're giving them as a subcutaneous injection. Right. Subcutaneous meaning that it's going under the cutis, under the skin. Yep. Now, when... When it's going under the skin, under the skin is basically no man's land. There's nothing there. There's fat, few blood vessels, hardly any nerves. Twilight zone. Twilight zone. There's It's just the, the space in between, you know, so between your skin and your muscle, there's a whole lot of room there. And so when you're giving an injection into the subcutaneous space, you're, if we're putting in a mill, Two mils, four mils, yeah, not in like four mils in a chihuahua, but though if you're putting four mils in a 40 kilo dog, that goes in there absolutely fine. Yeah, you're you're, you're just in there. expanding the space and you're not actually taking over, um, you're not expanding that, um, that tissue really much at all. Compare that to if you're getting an injection in the muscle. Yep. So the most of the times for humans, when we're getting vaccines or getting injections, it's going into the muscle. Right. So when the needle's going into the muscle, you know your muscle not only has muscle fibers which are in tight, tight bundles, but in order to know where those, you know, where your muscles are and what they're doing, those bundles are full of nerves as yeah. well. Yeah, so, lots of nerve endings, aren't they? So when you're sticking even that small volume of liquid into that muscle, you're expanding out tissue that is usually really, really tight and that's full of nerves there to say, okay, right, well, if something's going wrong here, we better stop it. Yep. So that's the reason why an intramuscular injection will hurt like hell um, compared to a, a subcutaneous injection. Now, then the flip side of that is, okay, well, why is it that sometimes subcutaneous injections hurt? 
Well, I think a lot of that comes down to sometimes just pure and utter bad luck. You yes. know, like if needle goes in at a spot where there happens to be a nerve. Yep. Or dogs have got what's called the cutaneous trunchi muscle, which is the shiver muscle, a thin little muscle right. that runs along the back. The shiver muscle. The shiver muscle. Wow. Yep. So they've got the monkey muscle and the shiver muscle. The monkey muscle. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah the the, well, the hello used to hold on when they rode greyhounds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> When they drop the drop the uh, drop their um, what do they call? I don't even know, like horse race. What do they call it when they hold onto the jockeys? Hold the on, bridle, bridle, maybe the reins, 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 reins. 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 Yeah, when we they drop horse. the reins, they hold on the monkey muscle. Welcome to a horse listeners. Horse listeners, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, um, so subcutaneous injection if it goes, if you've got a dog that's tense and the muscles tense, and you pass the needle underneath that tense muscle. It's gonna hurt, yes. you know. It's it, the, the the dog's gonna flinch, or if the dog's expecting, or the cat's expecting that the needle's gonna come, they're waiting for it, they're yep. anxious for it. Yep. When's it gonna come? When's it gonna come? Well, of course, when the needle goes in there, they're gonna jump a little bit, you know. Or if the dog's unwell, or there's been another barky dog out in the waiting room, mm. or they can hear a dog that's barking out in the mm. kennels, they're gonna be a little bit more on edge. So sometimes, even a subcutaneous injection with a nice fresh needle, a small enough needle to get in, and you're not putting a bucket load of stuff in. It's the same stuff as what the dogs had before. Sometimes they can vocalise a little bit with it. So yeah, you know. yeah, and a yelp often frightens the vet as well. Oh crikey, does doesn't what? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. especially when you're not expecting it. You know, like if it comes out of nowhere, like if you're giving a um, you know, a, a little puppy, you're trying to put a microchip in on a little puppy. Oh, yeah. You're you're ready for that little dog because that's a that's a big, big needle, needle and yeah. they're little and that hurts. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I always say to people the needle to rate that the needle to dog ratio is not in the dog's favour. Right. You know? Oh, it's like a that, you know, yeah. it's a you know, this is this is the one that I, I don't like giving either. You yes. know? Yes. Um so if it's one of those, well, then yes, there is a chance that the dog's going to vocalise. You've just got to be prepared for it. Or sometimes it's that it's what you're giving the injection of can sting as well. So one of the um, the anti nausea injection that we use, oh, Serenia, yes. can sting like all get out. Yes. Um, oh, hang, are they sponsor mate? No, as that, long as they're not sponsoring, we're okay. Oh, we're okay. But if I'm they are sure. sponsoring, it doesn't sting. I correct but you. But if they're not sponsoring, it stings like, <laughs> really stings. Well, I, I always say to people that look, you know, um, this is the, this is, it's a great medication, stops the vomiting, dead in its tracks generally, but it just hurts like hell. So let's all get ready for the dog to hit the roof. Did you know, I've started doing it this way myself, I don't know if you heard this, but I had one of our vets at work, went to a conference yep. and said that if you give that Serenia really, really, really slowly, it actually doesn't sting. Really? And okay. I reckon I've had 80% success with that. Wow. So out of the fridge, which doesn't do anything. Yes, yeah. Know, but but if you give it really, there's like something to do with the, I don't know, the the makeup of the the stuff that when you give it really quite quickly, like a normal speed, yes, it yep. breaks that up and makes it sting. Right. But if you give it really, really as slowly and drip feed it in, right, it actually doesn't it doesn't sting. And I reckon I've had really good success. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that a red hot crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice a one, bang, mate. Give yeah, it a crack. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm here to educate you Absolutely. too, mate. Yeah. This is edutainment, mate. Edutainment. Edutainment is that word um, again. Now, the one one dog species that I find always seems to dog crack it. species, mate. Do, or, do, or dog breed. Dog breed. Yeah, there we go. I've dog. shown 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 my hand there, haven't I? Um, can we edit that out? No, yeah. no, uh, no. That's going to stay in there. To, oh. to, to bring that up every podcast yeah. now for the next thirty. Yeah, what dog species are you talking about now, <laughs> Doctor Anderton? Um, so greyhounds always seem uh, when you just, give them a subcut injection. Are you noting it down? Dog yeah. species. Dog species. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
yes, putting I'm it in going. the unforgetting computer. Um, greyhounds always seem to squeal with a subcut injection because they generally don't have as much fat there as normal. Yes. So um, now but often uh, they're a bit sooky as well. I reckon they can be reason. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now have you ever had an intramuscular antibiotic injection? Uh Given by a doctor or accidentally by myself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, given by a medical professional? No, I no. have not. All right. The other one? Yes. Yes. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Your dog jumped and yeah. you jagged it in your finger? Yeah, jagged it in my oh. finger and went, ow, that are hurts. Ow, 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 Mummy, mummy, ow, 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 ow. Ow, ow, hurt, you hurt. So in my first job when I was working in Warrigal, it was a Friday night um, and I was looking at a, at a in a ferret's mouth. You know, this ferret came in right. that was, um, uh, it had um, hyperestrogenism because it yes. was on heat and it hadn't cycled and so it was pale and so I was looking at its mouth. Let's talk about that next next, next podcast. Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, what's that about the, uh, the, the whole anecdote? Oh, ferret. <laughs> yeah, no. Ferret, the ferret only gets a story. So, but the ferret bit me on the finger. Ooh, sunk it in deep. Who would so, have thought looking in a ferret's mouth that it would bite you? Was mate? a bad what idea. A shock. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was trying to check the back of its throat. Yeah, yeah, no. with my finger. No. Were, you, were you a new graduate by chance? Yeah. <laughs> Newish. Yeah. Newish. So, yeah. so I've peeled the peeled the ferret off my finger and it's gone chomp, chomp, chomp another three or four times down further on the finger. And so it was. It was Friday night, so all the doctors have, have finished up for the day, and I'm supposed to be driving back into town that night. And going, oh, because I'm out in work. I go, oh, crap, I'm gonna have to go up to the hospital. So I went up to the hospital and sat in the waiting room, and they said, oh, well, what's the problem? I'm a vet. I've just been bitten by a ferret, <laughs> um, and so I, you know, I probably just need to get some antibiotics. And everywhere's closed in town. Was so, it at that point they all went out the back, and you could hear raucous laughter? Well, the, the, that the raucous laughter's coming up. Yeah, they were oh, pretty sorry, close mate. to it. Yeah. Oh, oh no, they, um, the the they certainly had a good laugh at my expense, which was which is good. Um, so they've come back in. They said, yeah, look, you, you know anaerobic bacteria in the mouth. Yeah, no, look, I know I get it. I didn't need some antibiotics. I said, but look, we really need to give you an antibiotic injection first off. Ooh. I was like, okay, righty that's, right that, that's fine. No Turn problems. around, touch your toes. So they said, okay, now, um, because it's quite a large volume, we need to give it into a large muscle belly. <laughs> a large volume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they said, so it's got to go into your into your glutes. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, sorry. I'm getting bad. So they said, so it's got to, it's got to go into a, a larger muscle group. Um, and this is the doctor telling me. So I said, oh, so which muscle group? And the nurses stuck their head around and go, it's in your bum. <laughs> you got to get it in your bum. I go, okay, right out. That's fine. What, did they say it's only a little prick at all? Oh no, they weren't talking about me personally. They were yeah, no. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what the ferret was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they said. So jump. They said you can either stand up and bend over the uh, bend over the stand table. Stand up, bend over, or you can lie down on the table. And I thought. Nice was to just, meet you, Ben. I, I thought just to get bend over. <laughs> this is Doctor Ben. Bend over. Yeah. Um, so I thought. Oh, look. Yeah, just in case I go weak at the knees. <laughs> I'll. I'll li- I'll lie down on Sorry, the bed. Sorry, not meant to be that funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lie down on the bed, right? So, um, so, so pants, pants down, lying down on the bed. And so um, the, the doctors come in and go, okay, right now, I'm face just... Face down? Face down, face yeah, down. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's not even one of those physio beds where you got the hole for your, yeah, yeah, for your right. head. So yeah, right. So just lying there. So Uncomfortably head, with head, your head sideways. Head to the side. Yeah. I've got to be munching on the pillow, you know? So, um, <laughs> Biting <laughs> So the doctor's got now. Now I'm just measuring How come up. How you haven't brought this story up before? This is gold, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I thought episode 31 was a special one. We need to have a best of for this time. We have the yes. best of episode. Yes, you know? mental note. This mental is the best of. Yeah, this is the best of number three. Um, so the doctor's gone right now. I've just got to measure up where the injection's going to go. So I feel him sort of putting a crosshair on my bum cheek, right? 
<laughs> with a what a sharpie? Uh, or, uh, what uh, are we uh, uh, just, just a gentle finger. Oh, gentle, gentle oh, f- just just with a finger. Light touch. So, so just, just just working out where they were going to aim. Just a light touch of the fingernail down down the cheek, mate. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> it wasn't. The, it, was, it was just the fingertip. Just, it was just, just a tip. Really? Yeah. Just the fingertip. Uh, that's tic- all. Uh, tickle your ass with a feather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said particularly nice weather. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And so then got, now, now I'm just going to swab the area where the injection is going to go. And so, so just the alcohol swab. Now, you're going to feel the needle go in now. Okay, right. So, so make sure you relax. Okay, no problem. So, so there's a dartboard on your bottom. Yep, and so he's so aiming the dartboard. Aimed yep. aimed, so, so put the needle in. I got that's actually not too bad. The needle's gone in. That's fine. Now, we're just injecting now. God! I'm gripping hold of the bed and I tell you what, I wasn't relaxed then at that point. I was tensing right up. Just try and relax, sir. It's just a little break. Oh, my goodness. So, the pain of getting... So, it like... It may have only been five or six mils. I don't know, but it felt like it was about 40. Wow. And and it stung and it hurt. And it's like, holy crap. So then, and so then they've got, you know, okay, pants up, sir. Thank you very much. You've done all right. Now you can go home and just take the tablets. Yeah, you know, okay. Did, did, did you get weak at the knees at all, like you thought, or you walk out okay? Well, I was all right because I could stay on the bed for long enough to sort of compose myself, Lewis. You know? Was it like at the end of a massage where they're like, you know, okay, I'm finished now, sir, and they walk off and, you, and you're just there lying, just take, enjoying the whale sounds. and That's right. You know, and you're just enjoying the aching. The, the, the agony, agony of a, of, a, of a throbbing right butt cheek, you know. So, um, <laughs> so after that, right, so for the previous 12 months or whatever, I've been working out in Warrigal injecting cows where yeah. it's like, all right, so you get bang. your 18-gauge needle, tap, tap, bang, bang. stick that yeah, needle in there. I tell you what, I was a hell of a lot more compassionate yeah, after that, mate. Right. So now when I'm giving an intramuscular injection... <laughs> I always just say to them, look, I feel your pain. Wow. I feel your yeah. pain. I know, I know. I wish there was a better way for me to do this for you, but this is the best way. Oh, when I have to give my next intramuscular injection, mate, I'm going to tell you a little story, Oregon. That's a pearl. Go for it. There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate. All right. Awesome. Excellent. All righty. I reckon we are pretty well done. Cooked. For, yeah, for a podcast. Actually, oh. I did, we did get an Instagram. Yes. Uh, let me just find it. Just here. enough time for yep. mailbag. Yeah, mailbag. Instagram question. Now, this came through from, well, not a question so much. A comment? Yeah, maybe a comment. A comment. From, we'll take it as a comment, from, Tony Jones from style. IG Management 1.1 on Instagram. Yes. Hey there. Hi. Hi. G'day. G'day. Our Instagram marketing agent can help you get many real followers and likes on Instagram. Right. Moreover, our experienced team of seven trained staff members can get you many more clients and sales through Instagram. Wow. How good is this? That sounds great. We can get you authentic, genuine. Genuine. And interested followers from any country. Wow. Niche or even city. by Latvia. Hang on a second. By organically exposing your Instagram account to thousands of users each day. Wow. Kindly reply to this message for further information. Where do we sign up? Well. Did you reply? I replied, mate. Oh, good. Sounds amazing. Yes. We are looking for more Madagascar followers. Nice. Uh, are you able to assist us, please? No reply. No reply. No reply. Uh, is that, can't they help us? What would you do if they get, they led very strongly. They did. Any country or niche? Any country. Madagascar's a country. It's a country. What, yes. I, I think it's, yeah. To all our Madagascar listeners, of course it's a country. It's, of course it's a country. Yeah. It's a, a, a small country. The fabulous and proud sovereign nation of Madagascar. Yeah, exactly. But what 
we're, we're trying to, you know, forge a niche into that that market. Yeah, I reckon absolutely. that's where it's at, mate. Couldn't help us a bit. Could help. Well, thank Don't you very much, IG management. Yeah. You can go and stick it up your bum. Yeah, go and st- go, go go and get an intramuscular bum injection. <laughs> unfollowed, mate. Unfollowed. Blocked and unfollowed. Blocked and unfollowed. All done. As, that's all they deserved. Yeah, exactly. Now, if anyone did actually want to get into contact with us, Lewis. <laughs> And How can reply? they do that? And, and we will reply. Yeah, and we'll we reply, do reply to us. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, yes. Two Vets Talk Pets, or Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com. We yes. will answer emails usually. Send us, in our, send us in our derm questions to your derm questions. Yes. If you've got an, it, an itchy question that you need to get scratched, yes. Dr. Danny Houlihan. Would love to scratch it for yes. you. Yes, yeah, exactly. Nice, mate. That's <laughs> saucy. That's great. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Alrighty, and look, obviously, yeah, we still got the uh, Patreon page. Yes. Um, big shout out to, as we said earlier, to all our followers on Patreon. Thank but you, if, guys. But if you think we deserve, you know, you want to keep the podcast, help us keep the podcast running. Yes. You know, um, uh, you know, another six months so we can get to another two best of episodes. Best of the episodes. episodes. I reckon you filled one today, mate. <laughs> best of. <that's, laughs> but yeah, check it out on Patreon. Dot com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, and, uh, and search for Two Vets Talk Pets. At some stage, we probably try and put up a little bit of a, uh, an, an outcuts or uh, 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 offcuts of the show. Outtakes. And stuff. Outtakes, that's it. Bloopers. Outtakes. Bloopers. Bloopers. Sometimes yes. we're recording when we're not recording, so yes. and sometimes... Uh, a little sous-son to some of the, uh, the fun stuff that goes on before. Before we press record. Yeah, I know. So we'll keep saying we'll do that, but hopefully we'll get some time <laughs> to do that. But um, uh, please support us, and, uh, and and thanks to everyone who already is supporting us. And uh, that, that's about it for us, mate. That's all done. Good on you guys. We'll catch you all again next week. See you later. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.